All right, everybody, welcome to the newest episode of Max and Howard Drink Beer. I am Max. And I am Howard. Howard, we got, we're having a good week. It's a midweek. We got together on an off day. We're double fisting because it's been a hell of a week already. <laughs> well, um, Saturday we got busy. We were doing uh, yard work and uh, it got out of control. And after a long Saturday, we just all sat on the couch and just went, <laughs> yeah know, we we definitely did that that's so. what happened i think sam said at like nine o'clock at night and we're about to fall asleep sitting on the couch aren't you guys gonna podcast today Ooh. oh fuck and my week's been jam-packed and your week's been jam-packed yep so yep, we, it is. Took, we took to some time out and here we are happy wednesday happy wednesday so Howard, first of all, I guess let's talk about the beers we're not t- going to be talking about. Uh, what's what's your left-handed beer? My uh, left-handed beer is the beer that you and I are sharing. It's the uh, Rogue Honey Colch. Rogue is a brewery out of uh, Oregon, and they actually have quite a couple of good beers. I try to find beers that Max is going to like, because it kind of sucks to not drink beer that you're not going to like, so... I, I, I kind of cater to Max a little bit, and I, I saw this, and I thought, I like I like Rogue Ales. I, I, let's see if he'll like a uh, Honey Kolsch. It, it, it tastes like a beer. I mean, it's, it's crisp, and it's not tons of flavor, and, you know, uh, you could confuse it with some of those light beers, actually, I think. Which is what I've been finding about honey-based beers, like Honey Weiss, I had really, I had a really awesome IPA that's brewed with honey the other day. You know, it, it's not that you taste. Ooh, actually, I do taste a little bit of honey now that I think about it. Well, but if you think about it, you're tasting it. If you don't think about it, are you really tasting it? But it, but it's smoother and it's it, it, there's there's a sweeter taste to a normal beer than um, with a Kolsch without any honey in it. So. Ooh, yeah, that isn't bad, the honey. It's more honey-forward than any of the honey bears that I've had. I don't okay. know. Okay. I'm not a Kolsch guy, you know. It's um, more... I don't know if you know this, but uh-huh. uh, on our untapped app, uh, they have the average rating at 3.6. Right. Wow, I, th- I think we should add that in, you know. So you got that early, but we're going to start adding that fact in to everyone. <laughs> Of hey, what does the rest of the world think? How are we compared to everybody else? Uh, we're obviously we're way better than everybody else. That is true. You know, yeah. so fuck you guys. Yeah. But hey, thanks Hell for yeah. listening, especially Fletcher. Get and, back to work. And also, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did notice that actually. You know, it's funny we were talking earlier. I saw Max take a picture of the barcode and pulled up the thing like right away, and I look at that and I'm like. What? How? How did you do that? That was that was crazy to me because I've been typing it all in, you know. And Max just figured out how to take the picture of the barcode. Instantly pops up the beer. You don't have to mess around and guess around. That's the beer that it is. That's what it is. Bam, 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 bam. Well, so you you know me. I like to uh, futz with things. So anything that's like, hey, here's here's what, you know. Um, I guess the best way to describe it would be. Uh, you remember the cartoon Dexter's Lab? Yeah. Okay, so I would be his sister. Ooh, what does this button do? 
If, if you put something uh, there, I gotta. I I have a sick problem that I have to know everything that everything is capable of. So what am I gonna do? Hey, I got this brand new guitar. I'm gonna rip it apart. Why? It's brand new. Well, it's brand new. Set up for the guy who made it. I'm not the guy who made it. I want to take it apart. Have you ripped it apart yet? Uh, yes. Oh, how is it? Eh, it it needs a little bit of work. Okay. I know a guy though. That that's good. Hey, speaking of that, I don't know if you guys know this, but Max is gonna be in a show. I I do have a show coming up. What day is that? Is that this weekend? Uh, no. What's next weekend? No, it's July twelfth. No, sorry, June. June twelfth. Oh, that is like a century from now. Right. That's that's at least two weeks. I hope I'm living by then. Um. So we're we're playing with a couple of bands. Yeah. Um. I can't pronounce the one band's name. It's like eponymous. If if I. I'm sorry, guys. I should really know the name of the band. Eponymous. Uh, um, we we have played shows with them before. Oh. I can't remember where, but I know we've been on on shows with them. Yeah. You know, with previous bands. Nice. And then the other band is uh, Broken Bones. Broken Bones. Which is uh, Adam Garside's the bass player. Oh. So oh, I, I know him. I've met him. You know, so I'm pretty excited to get to hang out with him. You know, and drink beer and whiskey and, you know, we'll we'll see how Stan does being out, you know, with us and drinkers and in, in the elements, you know, because yeah. he played that show with us at Fusion and it wasn't it wasn't that was interesting. It wasn't the metalheads. That was yeah, that was the uh, the, those the uh, snappers. Right. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's that's definitely a calmer group, if you can imagine. But Jeremy's friends are not calm. No, I wouldn't say so. So they definitely went uh, a little overboard. H-A-M. And we're going to go overboard that night, too. Well, Where is it? It's Frank's Diner? Uh, yes. No. Okay. No, George's Tavern. That's yeah, there you go. Is. Yep, see? I, I thought of it. Yeah, that's Frank's good. Frank's Diner, George's Tavern. I'll be here all week. <laughs> I don't think you will. I heard you have to go to work. I, I, at some point. Maybe tomorrow. So yeah, but I I do have that. I got a I got a new guitar to futz around with. I'm gonna have some fun with that. You're gonna play guitar while you uh uh, uh drum. Uh, I'm getting there. I've been watching a video of the this younger kid who plays. He has two pedals and he plays a kick and a snare and he plays the guitar part and then he has a drumstick taped to his hat. Oh, nice! That's honestly and, the coolest thing I ever heard. And he plays the songs and you just look and go, holy shit. He played them almost as good as the professionals. Like this kid has spent way too much time working on this particular skill. Yeah. And every time the video pops up anywhere, I have to stop and watch them. (laughs) And he's, he's done, I think like 10 or 12 songs, but Uh, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely something I'm going to find for you. I'm going to show it to you. We're going to put it on our Facebook page because why not promote yeah, gonna, a talented individual? We'll tag him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's funny because that's what George W. Bush was doing after he was uh, president. I don't know if you know this. He was in the band. He was oh. in the band, The Birds. Okay. He was playing the guitars and the drums. I guess the Bush and the band is worth two in the birds. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. They, we, we definitely need to hire a, a, a live drummer here. I I couldn't help it. <laughs> so that was that was bad. Um, so what were we talking about, Howard? I am drinking uh one of our buddy Morgan's favorite beers. Yeah, from Three Floyds. That's that's my right hand beer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's it's Gumball Head, you know, and this is a unique one, especially you know. How do you like that? Because this is a copier. Well, so so because it is you know a American wheat pale ale. Yeah. Uh, it has just enough to not turn me off. Now, the aspect of it is my palate has definitely a hundred percent changed. You know, from that. So I am able to drink more beers. Obviously, I still don't like the stouts and porters because, you know, coffee. Coffee-based, yeah. Most you know. of them, yeah. So that's that's the big thing. But the, the hoppier beers I'm starting to come around on, you know, especially since I know the difference. When you, you know, before when you pick up a beer, I'd go, hey, hello, here, have this beer. You know, and you drink the beer and go, oh, what's wrong with this beer? <laughs> well, it was, you know, an IPA. Well, if you think a beer, you know, like I think of beer, you know, a Pilsner. That's when I think of beer. That's, you know, what I knew or a lager. That's what I grew up with. So when you think the very basic parts of a beer, hey, this is a beer. It's a beer. You know, shit, this doesn't taste like beer. So as I've learned more and more about it, you know, I've kind of been able to adapt you know and so when you see this where it says you know a a american wheat pale ale i know okay it's gonna be hoppier well now my taste buds can adjust Mm -hmm. prepare for it and here it is now i can drink it i'm excited to hear you say that because we've got a couple of hoppy beers in the uh in the mixer so that'll be that'll be fun a couple of double ipas Ooh, Ooh. i bought i should stop on the way home but i'm not gonna make it i bought King Sue, double dry hopped, double IPA. I'm so pumped. You sound pumped. They were $3. I should have bought them all. I don't know what I I was thinking. What were you thinking? I don't know. Were you thinking? Not really. Oh, okay. Um, So other fun news, speaking of King Sue, right? Uh Uh-huh. Tomorrow is my mom's birthday. I was going to say, is that tomorrow? That is tomorrow. tomorrow. I thought it was like yesterday. That is tomorrow, May. May 27th. So anybody who knows my mom, give her a call. Tell her happy birthday. Tell her that she is an amazing baker and cook. Should, should we sing? Uh, No. Oh, okay. No, I think they'll pay us not to sing. It, we do have a Venmo, by the way. So <laughs> Max and Howard drink beer. I believe it's exactly that. So please send us money. Well, yeah. We're going to spend it all on beer. And if you donate money to us. You can say, hey, I really like this beer. Try this beer. Or get a hold of one of us. You can come on down to the studio with us. You can be the guest, and we can talk about your beer. Bring the beer. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's every aspect. We got all, all sorts of stuff going on. Am I recording the song? No, I am not. We have a theme song. I have it 95% written. I just have to take the time to do it. been working on too many other things. What was I going to say? It's coming. Oh, I forgot. You forgot. It doesn't matter, but I'll tell you this. You know, we're talking about music a lot. I uh, I was stumbling across an article because um, reading about my favorite Van Halen song or whatever, and um, one of the albums, Women and Children First, were one of the seventy-five uh, one of the seventy-five albums every man should own or hear. Own or hear? I think it was one of the two. I think it's owned. Yeah. Let's and, uh, pull up the the Google machine. Um, every man should own every yeah. man should own so we are talking about you esquire yeah and seeing what you have to say so 
I went through it and absolutely okay, you know, it starts off here's here's Bruce. Okay, I'm out. Yawn. Yep. You know. Willie Nelson. That's not even his best album. Not my cup of tea. Right. I appreciate the guy. The Stones, that's more your alley than mine. The Stone Roses, that's completely different. Iggy Pop, you like him, don't you? I do like Iggy Pop. What are the Stone Roses? I have no clue. Okay. But we should own that album. It's uh, Brit Pop. So you can definitely tell the age of people, okay? So we're we're still in the 70s. Um. You know, uh, Ziggy Stardust. That's my favorite uh, David Bowie album. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. That, that was, this was my introduction to yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. You know, and my dad had it, and he would, you know, play it all the time, and it was cool, you know, the fact that Ziggy tons guitar. of people got into David Bowie music because of Guitar Hero, you know, because it was on there, and it was just like... Is there life on Mars? You know, so that was pretty cool. Uh, well, see, there's another one. Live at the Apollo. That makes sense. I We should own that album. Right. But, you know, you go, uh, first of all, you know how I am. I, I always say this. It irks me to listen to some other person tell me what I should right. should and own. Right. And especially when your taste kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, but James Brown, man. You you remember at the gun club when I played James Brown yeah. for a whole day because none of the kids knew who James Brown was. Yeah, I do. So I played it wow. nonstop, and it was only like I think the playlist I found only had like twelve songs. So I played twelve songs on loop for like four or five hours. That's probably that's album. You know, and it was ever just everybody yeah. was like really, and you could see it. You know, the first time everything came through, they're okay. Well, by the second or third time, everybody's dancing. It's James Brown, man. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. You know? So, um, no. I'm, see? But, but I mean. like I said, you're the person who wrote the list. Okay, we're talking Motown. Okay, so you're you're pushing late 50s, early 60s if this is your list. I mean, granted, like, if you go through the whole list, there's, it. it's, um. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, see, that's a lot for me. Like, what's a NAS? Dire, dire Straits? You like those guys. Uh, yeah, but not that album. And yeah. Again, okay, Grateful Dad, fine. You know, no ZZ Top on there. You know, and I, I mean, no Motorhead. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Beastie Boys. You're not? No, I, I appreciate what they did for music and the pioneers that they were. Yeah. But I find their music kind of... Almost redundant. I could see that. I guess, you know, I, I mean, they they had good beats, but just, you know, every aspect of it. And the they have, you know, a hundred some songs and the radio plays too. Uh, you got to fight for your right to party. Yeah. And Sabotage. Oh, three. Oh, okay. Because they That's play uh, Intergalactic Planetarium, Planetarium, Intergalactic. Oh, okay. So, I guess I'm not a huge. Uh, so there you go, Led Zeppelin one. Led Zeppelin. So so you're gonna love this, right? Okay, so go. so you know what I own for Zeppelin? Uh, Coda. For for, <laughs> no, but uh, as as albums went, um, I only had uh, House of the Holy. Okay, that's a good one. That was the only one. Um, that was the only duplicate that between me and my dad. Cool. Um, That's kind of cool. My Zeppelin collage 
was the greatest hits, the best of the early days and the later days. That's that was how I started Zeppelin. So mothership, right? That was that one? No. No, it was it was literally just like a greatest hit. So you you know, good times, bad times was beyond there. The later days had cashmere. Oh um, yeah. you know, um Achilles Last Stand, uh when the levee breaks. You know, obviously Stairway showed up in there. You know, I mean, um, you know, all all of them. Black Dog was in there, you know, so just all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's where my Led Zeppelin upbringing came from. My dad was kind of, he appreciated everything Zeppelin did, but that wasn't his cup of tea. Our senior was a big Zeppelin guy, so I got to hear all the live albums. Bobby, dick, 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 dick. Yeah. You know, 20 minute drum solos. Well, Bottom was insane for every aspect that he did. But, Howard, you know, it is that time in the episode. We got to take a quick commercial break here so that we can drink more beer. And welcome back from that commercial break. So here we are. We're talking. I got, 75 albums. I gotta Everybody should you, know. I got to tell you a funny story. Somebody was t- pulled me aside the other day, and they were like, hey, they're they're advertising, like, CBD on your commercial breaks. Nice. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. so what, what do you think there? Kiss? Yeah. Kiss Destroyer? You yeah. think that album? Do you own that album? Yeah. I feel no, like you're lying. Which, what, yeah, I think it is, actually. Destroyer is the uh, number one on my list. I like Kiss. Radiohead? No, see, I'm out. Uh, the te- the I, Temptations. Yeah, I, I'm in, but see, and that's where you get me going. You get Highway to Hell. Yes, there's no bad song in that album. Yeah. Ooh, the Power Edge was just, you know, you hear all those songs on the radio. Everything from Highway to Hell, even Nightcrawler. You hear, yeah, you know, a little too often, maybe on Tuesday, two for Tuesdays. Well, Power Edge. It's just a powerful album, man. Well, I mean, you gotta think of that aspect that, you know... Okay, we have, what, technically 30-some years of classic rock? Yeah. And we have 50 songs that we hear on the radio. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. Maybe 100. I don't think... I think you're giving the the jockeys too much credit. But it loops, like, 12 hours. Yeah. If you're on a 12-hour shift, it's pretty good... That you're gonna hear the the same song on hour eight as you did hour one. Yeah, you know maybe not like hour six and hour twelve. Yeah, you're in. Otis Redding. Otis Redding. Yeah, come on, man. That that's an important one, Otis Redding. And they caught me with a uh, Ennio Morricone. I don't know. Interesting. Taj Mahal. So they're they're saying that every person should have Taj Mahal blues. Should own it. Right. Should own it. Right. They should own it. Who? If you're not into blues, you don't even know who Taj Mahal is. If you're not into rap, you don't have anything from, right. you know. Well, I mean, here, blues. same thing here. Bob Marley. If you're not a Bob Marley fan, you're not listening. I don't like reggae. I love reggae. <laughs> Nirvana. Mississippi, and I, John and that's, Hurt. That's a good one too. That is, that's the one. That's the album. Which one? The Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, that's the album you should own. Absolutely, there's <laughs> no doubt. I own that album. Proud of that. Bill Callahan. 
Uh, um, is that um? He he sold quality parts for quality price. Okay, well played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got the Beatles on yeah. here. Nobody cares. Yeah, but it's not even like the best Beatles album. Yeah, Rubber no, Soul it's Rubber boring. Soul. Yeah, you know, Sergeant Pepper's. That's where it's at. Yeah, but I think that was like a the transition. Between I, old rock and new rock. I get it. You know, and Caitlyn Jenner had a trans... Uh, trans I, there, there you go. There's there's a quality duo right there. <laughs> Ike and Tina Turner. Yeah. You know, so you're definitely seeing the age of the person who's writing this. I mean, obviously, you know, if we're talking about... That's funny that I said talking as I clicked to talking heads. Yeah, but was... But if we're talking about albums every man should own, who owns albums anymore? You know, you got the new people who are coming back with the vinyl. Is it, you know, that's renaissances. That is true. You know, but I own albums. See, the, this one right here. Yeah. I am out. See? You yeah. know, yeah. you know, absolutely. We're talking about that on this show. I hate Guns and Roses. Yeah. I love their music. Everybody when else it's does. played by everybody yeah. else. Everybody else does way better. You know, um, I saw the other day. A video, and I think we might have talked about it before, but I saw uh, Les Paul. Mm-hmm. Or oh. sorry, it wasn't Les Paul. It was BB King. BB King sat down with Billy F. Gibbons. Billy F. Gibbons and Slash. It's a good combo. Okay, that's interesting. So everybody knows Slash as Guns N' Roses guitar player. He's shit. I hate what he plays in that. I don't like it. You know I don't like it. Right. Okay. I gained a, an ounce of respect. For him watching him play with bb king and just going old school blues and you watched how easy it was for him and going holy shit this guy has every understanding of actually the fretboard okay maybe you're not as much of a joke you just were with axel well that's a big part of that too but it's also man sometimes in that situation you gotta think outside the box a little bit you know, what well, are people not doing? Well, Whatever and, the fuck Guns N' Roses were. Well, and, and the big thing about it, you know, um, I play in bands, and I am, my talent level is higher than what I'm putting into the music. You know, so it's kind of having the understanding of what does the song need? I can play more than what the song needs, but the song needs this. Yeah, to make it sound good. You know, so, I mean, that's that's a big thing. You know, um, I don't own any Frank Sinatra. I don't know about you. Really? But, uh, Not Sinatra guy. I love Sinatra. I love all of it. All the all the Rat Pack, all the stuff. You know, the the old school. The fact that you were a singer, you were a comedian, you were an entertainer. An you entertainer, had to yeah. do it all. Yep. You weren't. You know, hey, I've got four hours to kill here. Guess what? You're sitting here. You're having dinner. You're having drinks. I got to make you laugh. I got to talk. You know, I got to talk shit about, you know, Sammy Davis, mm-hmm. the old man, you know, not just Junior and, you know, all the old guys. And it's just, hey, what are you doing? Hey, I'm standing on stage and I'm talking shit about my friend's parents because, you know, you know them. You uh, don't know them, but I know them like they're my parents. So I'm going to tell you the fun stories. We're kind of the right pack, aren't we? Uh, Sure. Okay. I don't know. Um. That I always liked um, his uh, interactions with uh, Don Rickles. I always thought those were those really were good. Funny. Um, that is not a great album for Miles Davis. Yeah. Right. 
That's like... You know, I mean, like, when you think Miles Davis, you think some kind of blue. Why would, uh, why would I want to own an album that's not very great? Okay, that was the most, the most popular Clash album, though. I know that. I know because I actually own it. See, there's one. You're a man, so, and you own it. So I have, I have two on that list, because I have Ziggy Stardust somewhere in this house. I don't remember how many I had. I lost count. So, um, I have a bunch of Ramones, but not that one. See, that's what I mean. Like, I, I almost stopped after that one, but right. I was so far in. Like, that's the one. Well, and the same thing, I I've, I had some Pink Floyd, but not Animals. In, in the defense of the Animals, that was a uh, Howard Sr. favorite. Okay. But then, you know, because that was mostly instrumental. That's what we were right. into. And yeah. I definitely don't have any any biggie here. Oh, okay. And and that's Hank Williams. We so that's do, the old man, right? Yep, we could do better than the unreleased recordings of uh, <laughs> Hank Senior. Yeah, right. Um, my dad has that one, Pearl Jam. <laughs> he, he had a oh, yeah. that early nineties. I don't know what it, I don't know what it was. It was like hard rock had just started. You know, so you had like. Pearl Jam, you had Default. Um, there's a couple others that he had in there that he really likes. And every now and then he gets that, you know, into that mood and you go over there and you're like, Dude, what are you doing? Do you think Pearl Jam is more grunge or hard rock? It's it's that gray area. I suppose. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, like like every musician, I have some Hendrix. I don't have Band of Gypsies. Which one? Oh, it's Electric Ladyland. That's the yeah. one I was thinking of. Yeah. I just heard somebody say that um, um, Drive By Truckers are a pretty good band. I I will have to check them out. Unfortunately, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that either. Um, Ray Charles did Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music. Yeah. I can I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine what that would be sounding like. Well. It's- <laughs> okay, that, that too. Really, that that's the Metallica album everybody should own. That's, Justice for all. That's the album when I went. Oh, Max would kind of be interested in this uh, conversation. Uh, well, so so the the big argument with that is <laughs> this is this is Metallica when they were thrash metal. So where they were going, how fast can we play? Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go fast as we can. We're going to go fast as we can. And Justice for All, this was kind of, I don't know, I guess their their transition. They kind of started becoming musicians. You could say they got old. You could yeah. say they got out of it. I mean, yeah. they're one of the biggest rock bands around right now. Yeah. So well, how much shit can you talk? As much as I talk about Guns N' Roses, that's okay. how much shit you can okay. talk. You have to evolve. If you're not evolving, you're dying. Then right. Here we are. This is my point, you know. Fair warning, awesome album, it don't is. get me wrong. And you and I go back and forth on this all the time. The, the, if you have to own one album, it's 1984. Yeah, yeah. I have, uh, like I said, I always but go. It's, it's one for you. It's Van Halen one for it's you. Van Halen one for me. And that's the problem with this whole list. Are you and I the same man? No. Right. Why are you lumping us all into one place? Right. We're unique. I'm so, unique. I'm about as unique as you get. But so, like, like I've said before, you know, Van Halen one. That was my introduction to it. I think I was two when I heard, you know, the opening riff of the do 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 do. 
dun, dun. you know, and got that full hit of running with the devil. Yeah. You know, it didn't, oh, yeah. it didn't help as I got older that, you know, Adam Sandler made the movie, you know, little Nikki and they had that song in there too. And it was like, yes. Dude, they did so many cool things. Like off of the one I liked, uh, I'm the one, the one you love. Come on, baby. Show your love. Yeah. You know, all of that. And they do. Just oh, when shit. they go, when they did the full, they broke down. Their breakdown was a barbershop quartet, and that was fucking cool. That was cool, man. Because went, it's like nobody was doing that. They did more for music than the Beatles. I've said that at least five times, just on you know in this studio. Here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, so Van Halen won, women and children first. And fair warning, those are the three Van Halen albums that my dad owns. That's it. It stops. He was not a huge fan of 1984. We had one, two, and 1984. Yeah. Diver Down was an awesome album, too, and everybody kind of just writes it off. But I like that album. This this dude was fucking crazy, man. Yeah, Stevie he was. Wonder. Stevie Wonder was a madman. This this these guys are funny right now because they be they've become relevant again, uh-huh. where everybody is asking you know like throwing a fit how political Rage Against the Machine is, and people are asking what did you think the machine was, the government. Yeah, That's much. what they're raging against. Pretty much. You know so that yeah, that I, that I've enjoyed that aspect of it. The who those those are your guys. Who's next? That is. They they are they are right too. The the caption says what the rock album has aspired to be before and since. I mean that's pretty pretty close. Yeah, that's one of those albums to me. I can't think of a bad song. There are, you go. Are you fucking Beethoven? kidding me? Dun, 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 dun. Really, dun, really like out okay. of out of all go home. Out of all classical music, <laughs> so I have I have XM radio in my car. Yeah. And I have days that, you know, I wake up and I'm angry. I have to go to work because who isn't, you know, and not anymore to calm myself. I turn on the classical station because it opens up your mind. It allows you to think and calms. And then I'm always late for work because I start to pull into the parking lot and Tchaikovsky, something starts playing, turns on the news and it's like. I have to listen to this this whole piece, and I know it's like a thirty minute piece. So like one day the uh, the uh, the landscaping lady that works for me, mm-hmm. she actually mm-hmm. <laughs> saw my car sitting there, saw me sitting there, waved, went in, punched in, got in her golf cart to go around the property, and then pulled up on me, going, "Are you okay?" I'm I'm sorry, you know, Tchaikovsky is just doing his thing. I gotta got the news. I gotta I gotta finish this before I get out of the car and she's Oh, okay. And let that be rock. So there's that. Um Yeah, and I it doesn't get I don't remember anything super cool. That is definitely the Johnny Cash album. Johnny Cash and that's what I mean. Folsom. That yeah, um, John Henry's Hammer. That's a good tune. You're into new tunes. Don't get me started. We don't have enough time in this episode to talk about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and or Young. <laughs> and or Young. Yeah. Uh, this one's interesting to to throw Mahler in here. Yeah. 
So so Mahler is an important one because from the classical realm, mm-hmm. um, this guy has been ripped off more than anybody. Uh, so I don't know if you know Mahler's music, but I know you know the songs that he's been ripped off. I believe that. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, oh, so he's a John Williams guy. John Williams has taken tons of Mahler's music. Mm. And I'll I'll show you after this episode some of it. They they have videos about it of really he hasn't stolen the music. He's he is kind of doing like uh, Vanilla Ice did with Under Pressure. He's changing one. He's changing something oh. slightly and going, "Hey, here it is." That's a good point. You you just started a whole another you know, hole in my head. Go you know, on. so so I'm I'm gonna write this down because I have to show you. Okay. It's going to be something that I absolutely 100% have to show you. Because I've I've done it at work. I've shown guys at work, you know, the importance of of Mahler and all his, all of his stuff and I'm not a classical musician, but I was classically trained. You know, I've been playing music since I was like 5. Yeah. You know, so yeah. every aspect of it this I've this been still music since I was this five. still pisses me off. You know, um, we actually, I got to go to the Milwaukee Symphony when the new conductor came and it was a big deal because, and I can't remember his name for the life of me, Bob. but this dude was like one of the best conductors in the world could have gone anywhere. And he chose Milwaukee. He came to Milwaukee. Yeah. Why? You could have went to Australia, you know, been with the Sydney orchestra taken over. You know, anywhere, the London Orchestra, you right. know, uh, the the Philharmonic out in uh, Boston. I mean, this guy chose Milwaukee, you know, and it elevated our game. And I I actually, I've, I've been to, you know, a lot of the orchestra concerts more than I should admit as a metalhead. Well, yeah, that's a big part of music. And okay, that that was it. So, uh, so from all that, um, okay, that Esquire, I'm gonna need you to calm down. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> but uh, I'm anxious right now. You know, just just every aspect of that. That's that's where I sit musically. Um, I don't think I have five of the seventy five albums that every man should ha- should own. Um, I think I might be right there. But, but yeah, that's the thing. So what, what do you think you are? You're telling me what I can and can't listen to. Like, okay, there's a lot of good chunks and pieces. Look, no Queen, right? No Rush, right? You know, no ZZ Top. Like, that's about as manly as you can get, right there, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and, pick and, an album, and and the aspects of it, you what know, okay, Eliminator. So, that's what it was. So you're not. So clearly the person who wrote the list is not a musician. Yeah. Because a musician from a musical standpoint, okay, now how far do you want to push? You know, I played in an instrumental band for years, so I became heavily influenced in Dream Theater. Oh. You know, who has some of the greatest musicians to ever play. Yeah. Um, Zappa was nowhere on that list. There's another good one. Um, how do you exclude Zappa? You know, there's another good one. Because, come on. It's Frank Zappa. Disarray gears. Wow. You know. Uh, you know. I mean. I mean. Go down the list. Every so aspect of that. Um. There was no Ozzy. 
there no Black Sabbath. I thought about that too. You know, and in in any realm of it, you know, we I was talking the other day with somebody about about everybody knows who Ozzy is. Okay? But the younger generation doesn't because, you know, they missed out on, you know, the Osbournes. So you didn't see them on TV. That's what they know. So we were talking about the fact of, you know, and I I was talking with Carl who listens to you know, pr- primarily hip hop music. Okay. You know, so the fact that I talk, I say Ozzy, and he knows exactly who I'm talking about. And I was telling him about how hilarious it was when people were talking about uh, Post Malone was going to elevate that guy to superstardom. And it's like, dude, the person who said that to me, I just stopped and looked at him like, you have no fucking clue. Who the Prince of Darkness is. There's so many good ones, too. Like when Kanye played with Paul McCartney, they're like, oh, that's Paul McCartney guy. He's going to really be going places now. That's right. fucking old guy. Right, know. Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah. You, you know, know. So, so every aspect of that. But, Howard, we got to roll back around because we've been talking for way too long. And we haven't even, like, hit the fish bucket yet. Oh, like, seriously. We, we so hours. So, we have. Rogue's Beer. Honey Kolsch, what do you think of it? I'm not a I'm not a Kolsch guy. It's a little plain for me, but this is this is a pretty good beer. I'm gonna go a little wild here. I'm gonna say three point two five because it's a good beer. I know? I agree. I agree. Very it's good, uh easily easy to drink and it's got honey flavor. You know? Yeah, yeah. They they they're not lying. It definitely has honey flavor. It's a good thing. There's uh, it's dedicated to bees. That's good to know. Um, nope, I'm gonna stop reading it because okay. we don't have that kind of time. But yep. uh, I, you know me, Kolsch beers fit right into my realm. Yep. You know I cut the grass all day. You know drink this. I hope I don't cut the grass all day because who really wants to? But I could drink this beer after it was done and be like, yeah, this is a beer. It's Try a beer. Uh, also. Pushing and drinking seems like it'd be very uncoordinated. Yeah. You put a little bit of effort into your lawn, at least from what I... So, I put it a little bit higher than everybody else rating. I put it at a four. Wow. Okay. Oh, good for you. So, like I said, if this is something... If I see this here, it's on sale, I need a beer, I'll buy a six-pack. I mean, yeah. Rogue is a a good one, for sure. So... Any final thoughts, Howard? Uh, that should do it for me. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to us, tolerating us. Uh, if you got anything you want us to drink, anything you want us to talk about, let us know. We're here. You're not, unless you want to be. So, on behalf of all of us here, I am still Max. I am Howard. Cheers. Cheers.